0: Hey! Hey! What's going hey! hey. Buddy, I'm sure my dad is excited. I'm excited. Right now. Yeah, I'm usual, absolutely excited. usual, we got a my dear pal. We got a guest. His excitement it's been a while since we've had a guest. A
1: stillness, a yeah. Buddha-like stillness. <laughs> and and,
0: and <laughs> yeah. He's in the building. Chris Stolte, thank you for coming by, man. Christian Stolte, who pleasure.
2: plays Mouch on Chicago Fire. On Chicago Fire, and, and his real name is Mandel, Randall.
1: Randall yeah, Very good. Very good. I I think that's only come up maybe three times in seven seasons.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, And, man, I've been a fan of yours since you were doing Storefront Theater in Chicago 30 years ago. So um, we're thrilled to have you here. Yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, Chris, what— did you know you always wanted to be an actor? Not oh, no. to start with this <laughs> God, basic no. question. No, yeah. no, no.
1: No, I mean, that's a valid place to start. And all I can say is I don't have any. I remember being mesmerized by movies yeah. uh, and performances. And, but I think a lot of it has to do with. I grew up in Blackjack, Missouri, in North St. Louis suburb. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know anyone connected to show business in any way whatsoever. My dad was right. a cop. My mom worked in a hospital. Um and therefore, that's not on the list of possible things to be. Yeah, yeah, And if you were to mention it or if you were to express a desire, maybe I'd like to be in movies. I can only imagine being laughed at and dismissed. Oddly
2: enough, fr- from that very same piece of geography, John Goodman. Yeah. Kathleen Turner. Um, John Hamm. Yeah. I mean, they're—, wow. they're yeah. And and distressingly they're all
1: cardinal fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh I oh, no. I think I'm completely out of that conversation. I I could not care less. I don't follow any professional sports really at all. No, you're um, more of I know you're a music guy. Huh? Yeah, we we started
2: yeah. getting to know each other over the music of Steve Earle. We're both yep. big fans yep. and uh um my my big curiosity was like I know your first movie was The Public Eye, yes. which is you know, one of my favorite films. Right. Yeah. And nobody really loves this
1: movie. It's yeah. kind of the shadow biography of a I'll, great guitar yeah. Luigi. Here's a telltale detail as far as what you're talking about. That movie uh well, I remember it came out on my thirtieth <laughs> birthday, I believe, ninety nine October ninety-two which i think was right before dvds yeah uh, all i can tell you is that movie came out on vhs and then once dvds <clears throat> came out older movies would be pressed on yeah. the dvd yeah. and yeah. that one never was it was never oh, available man. on it's DVD. really never become yeah, a it's dvd pretty dismissed it may be now uh, but that would have been an after-the-fact, somebody who's going back through old movies to specifically find something worthy of right. putting on—that's what it would have to have been. Yeah. It did not yeah. exist in the in the heyday. What really moved me about it, it
2: was that it was the first time I ever saw a movie about a visual artist that took into account how that person actually saw the world. Mm-hmm. Like when there were those brilliant kind of black-and-white snaps of when Joe Pesci is looking at— yeah, and they the be tra- they be Orion. transitioned with like right. a photo
1: flash and kind of a
2: yeah, exactly. It's like oh my god, they so, get it. What mm-hmm.
1: is it? What is it about?
0: Is it, it's just about it's, his life? It's kind, or of, a, it's kind it's... of a
2: shadow uh, biography of Ouija. Although okay. they don't call him Ouija in the movie, I they use his photos though. I mean, yeah. But... Okay, okay. And um, and huh. his kind of longing for this character played by Barbara Hersey, who runs like a stork club like. Club in New York, and they had a very dismissive attitude about photographers. Yeah, uh, kind of the same attitude that, that Hollywood has about the paparazzi. Yeah, sure.
0: You know, sure. They, they looked sure. at
2: them as parasites, and this and that. Mm-hmm. It- and, and Joe Pesci's character harbored, though, this this genius for uh, capturing, you know, all of the tragedy and uh, and transcendent.
1: Kind of yeah. moments in life, Chris wow. and did you do dramatic a scene black with Pesci? And white. yeah yeah, that was my fir- well yeah wow. so that was my first audition for anything I had d- just gotten here <clears throat> had done some theater in the first couple of years I was here, and that was my right first on camera audition. I read for the part, it was just a couple of lines, and then I went home. I auditioned at a place that was at Hubbard and State. I lived at d- Brody. Uh, that's right. I lived at Division in Dearborn. So by the time I walked home, where, where do you live at? At Carriage House? No, I was living at that uh, the building on the southwest corner of Dearborn and Division. That's
2: when you could afford to live there.
1: This, oh no, that that well, this place was just kind of a dump. They were just studio apartments. <laughs> okay, this this was yeah. Um, There's a Starbucks there now, whatever. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, by the time I got home, there was a message on my answering machine saying, you got the part. Oh, right This is my first audition. Yeah. So this is me thinking, oh, good Lord. Yeah. This is going to be the easiest career. (laughs) Why did I wait? Why did I wait so long
2: to do this? I'm glad you mentioned that because Max, uh, just this morning- was upset about uh, an audition he did not get. Mm. Two audition, and, two auditions Exactly, mm, and get, and yeah. what I've tried to tell him is that very early yeah. on, I was lucky to get one part out of every thirty auditions. Well, sure. I I have a similar I mean, story
0: though. I I auditioned for PD. It was like my second audition, and I yeah. got the part. And I was like. And I didn't feel like it was going to be the the easiest thing, but I was like, huh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm pretty good uh-huh. or something, but you know, and then I remember Chris being like, oh, you're, you're so spoiled in the beginning of this journey. It's yeah. such a spoil. I was like, man, I hope he's not right. But he's, I mean, he's right. It's a lot of it's out of your control. Oh, you know, oh, I'm absolutely. just saying, I'm just saying, yeah.
2: believe me, every, every audition I ever went to my first 10 years. There were 20 other guys who were tall, overweight, and bald, you know. Um, right. Because I I was a certain type, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would walk into rooms, and very often there would be Turk Muller. Yeah. Oh, be, yeah, yeah. You get you know, to know your crowd. Were, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, they, they uh, are yeah.
1: your, they become your crowd. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and I, For and then I grew to admire all of them. Of a course. Great deal, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, so that's just part of this journey. Yeah, Don't let it yeah. ever discourage
1: you. It's oh, it's, I'm not, it's part of it. I'm, uh,
0: I'm not. Good, I'm not about to quit or anything. But yeah, I mean,
1: it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, I thought I had it. You know, well, and you everybody will have, have their hot and cold yeah, streaks too. Course, so yeah, in my crowd, for example, there was uh, Guy Van Swearingen, yeah, Danny McCarthy, Keith Keith Kupfer. Uh, Danny McCarthy is just a marvelous actor. Oh, and he's fantastic! Love watching him. Yeah, fantastic. And that's the thing is that I have come to admire all of these yeah, guys absolutely. And uh, and and each of them, you know, has has reached a point. In the, you know, you could say everybody everybody could be doing better. Every Chicago actor is is at least vaguely underappreciated. You know. Yeah. I look at a guy like like Keith Kupfer and I think, why absolutely. wasn't why does that guy on a sitcom fifteen years ago? Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Um, one of the funniest men and, and one of the best dramatic all the great actors. Straight you'll ever actors. Watch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're all guys with you enough. Know, I tra-
2: watched them in Trader, you know, and Trader just kind of ran the table Trader for was the awesome. big awards last night. Uh, you know, kudos to Brett Nuvio, Mike Shannon and the company. Yeah. Um I was a little upset that Guy Van didn't win because Guy Van Swearingen
1: was absolutely brilliant in this play. He's kind of a lesson every time you watch him. You and bet. I go, he's yeah. one of the first guys I met when I moved here, 1990. He uh, was in an uh, acting class with Mike Shannon. I yep. was. Uh, he's one of the churches oh, I worship at, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. Him,
2: friend, Guinan, you know, you, I watched you do theater for years before... Uh, before the Ger- yeah, Gerard would, Butler movie. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, right yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, and Guy, you know, before we close out on Guy, let's not forget he's a, a career Fireman, firefighter. Yeah, yeah g- legit firefighter. By the way, he's about to have his
2: last day. And uh, the, I guess people are going to do stuff at the firehouse for Sure. Him. We should show up. Oh, the, I want to I want to bring them like a little work of art. Uh, uh, hell something. yeah! I, I, let's First get the of details. all, details. I admire nothing like I admire firemen. Uh, they're just natural heroes. You know, it's like and easygoing, easygoing yeah, badasses. Yeah, yeah, I I swim with a guy who worked with Guy Van for years. You know, uh, a guy named uh, Phillips, uh, I think Steinic, and um, uh, he, you know. He was just telling me that you know how, however great guy is as an actor, which he is, he's just as great a firefighter and just as great a person, you know. So I, I'm a I, I huge don't fan doubt that, yeah. And
1: I've seen him on the job, and he, it's alarming how much he is the same guy. Yeah, and that that and and it also sort of started to make me realize how much. That carried, he carries that onto the stage with him, whatever the job has turned him into, whatever he has learned from that that demanding job. Mm -hmm. He carries that onto the stage with him because he has been in life or death circumstances that he has had to improvise his way out of.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's not something most people can say.
2: Uh, Traitor was just a marvelous thing, yeah. I mean, an absolute high wire act. At a certain point in the play, you, the whole audience, along with the players. Leave the theater and they go to a town hall meeting, yeah, two doors down, and then that erupts into this.
0: And there's planted actors in the crowd yelling things. I mean,
2: I mean, just uh, however inspirational theater can be, this was the greatest thing I saw last year in the theater for sure. And I actually saw some good theater last year. We saw Doppelganger, yeah, that was with our pal Rain Wilson, Mm -hmm. and that was marvelous, yeah. Uh, But man, um, watching uh. Uh, Guy Van and, and Dado and Keith and um, just Paula, you know, I mean, just a phenomenal cast yeah. and an and amazing show. And Brett did such a brilliant job making, you know, and apropos to the time right now, an enemy of the people who are, were, that word is being used on, you know, the press mm-hmm. and the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it was telling. It was a really kind of the right medicine
1: for the right time. That's, uh, I mean, that's that's a group that has, other than Brett himself has mm-hmm. kind of reached a point where he's kind of only competing with himself.
2: Yeah, his you know, you give at- him an award, it's like giving a mountain award for being tall. As, <laughs> as uh, Leonard Cohen said about Bob Dylan getting the Nobel Prize? I mean, yeah, I think he's he's probably the best guy out there in Chicago
1: working right now. I mean, uh, amen. I, I love his. I love his. Amen. Plays. Yeah. So all right, so let me wrap up the, the, the notion of the audition, you know, and, and maybe yeah. maybe even being a little cocky thinking, Oh damn, that's all there was to that. That's that's yeah. how you get a job in show business. <laughs> so I got the I got the part, it shot I was not yet in the union, so it shot part in for like a one minute little piece of film, I had to go to Cincinnati for a week. Yeah. And then there were a couple of days shooting in Chicago and I had to get my own ass to Cincinnati uh, on a very dog. I took a very unreliable motorcycle, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Cal 440 LTD in bad shape, breaking down somewhere uh, somewhere near Indianapolis. The electrical in those were awful. Uh, And this one was not well tended and, you know, whatever. But I remember that going there, shooting, uh, shooting the thing and then being and then finishing, and also thinking, all right, let's watch the movie now, and you know, mm-hmm. naively thinking, you know, well, I'm done, let's watch it now, not thinking it'll be <laughs> not thinking it'll be ready to watch, but thinking not also not thinking it'll be nine months before they yeah. put this baby in wow. the theaters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm working in I'm, I'm I'm tending bar somewhere in Old Town, uh, and then Joe Pesci is doing. Um, talk shows he's doing the talk show circuit yeah. he, for about 2 weeks he's on a talk show almost every night yeah. you know yeah and uh and he's got eight movies coming out, so it's a bit of a roll of the dice what he's going to be promoting. You know, yeah. there, is it going to be Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag, uh, <laughs> oh, I the hope Super? <laughs> um, and he gets out there, and I guess out of all of them, The Public Eye was sort of the prestige movie. It was it was it belonged yeah, it was more like more in the company of goodfellas film. than you know, any of the other ones. It was more yeah. like an art film. Absolutely, I think. I, think. I think that's fair. And so he sits there and he says, "Let's take a look at this scene." And the scene they show on Letterman and on the Dennis Miller Show at the time. Time, which is yeah. just a talk show uh and Arsenio the scene he shows over and over again is the scene with him and me oh because man because it's a convenient little it's at the very beginning of the movie and it's a convenient little self-contained the way they do sometimes in a movie this part is not connected to the rest of the story in it yeah. okay. it's an introduction to the character by which uh through the means of a tiny little mini story that has a beginning middle and an end to it and I'm an ambulance attendant who's Picked up a guy um, who has a knife coming out of his head, yeah. And and Pesci and the guy's
2: like still talking, right? Or
1: uh, no, I think he was. I think he was good and dead. Um, (laughs) So Pesci's mocks up a priest collar and slips into the back of the ambulance and starts doing this nonsense, just so and then doing pulling out the light meter and you know to get a shot. And I end up tossing him out of the ambulance. That's the extent of it. But that was the scene they showed. Because it doesn't give anything away about the plot. And yeah. it tells you a little mm-hmm. bit about the movie. And they showed that on all these talk shows. And I'm sitting here attending bar and seeing this. And, the, you know, of course, I'm calling people's attention to it. They all know what I've been up to. I haven't been quiet about it. Yeah, right. And then some one of the customer's daughters. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. going to yeah, you don't want to see this.
2: You're going to want to see this. Let's turn this puppy
1: up. <laughs> so all of that could not have gone better for me. But it isn't about getting a job like that. No one's right. going to remember that job. You, you know, you, yeah. no one's going to say, oh, I was the guy in that movie. No one will remember that. Yeah. Um, that's a hard lesson to learn. But also, I don't think I worked again for a year and a half. Yeah. I know. So it, that is not momentum. Getting... Tell me
2: about it. I did uh, Married to the Mob, and I didn't work again until 1991. Oh. Uh, and, uh, this really shitty boxing movie. Uh, oh, Gladiator. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one that didn't make any money. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not the one directed by Yeah, Was uh,
1: Jeremy Piven in
2: that? No, no. Uh, Who do I James know? John, was
1: Seda in it? John
2: Seda? Johnny was in it, yeah. yeah. Brian Denny, he was in it. That's when I first met John, and then I met John seven years later on Homicide Life on the Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. And uh, a lovely guy. I mean, Aww. even back then, you know, it was just as nice as they come. There's
1: no bad side to that guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that guy. Um, but you know, this is what I I, I kind of stress to Max. I mean, he's at he's at the very beginning of this, where you, you you've you've done a little bit of work, and you're just hungry to do more. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, You know, theater helps scratch that to a certain extent, you know, I mean, it helps,
1: you know, but um... I think it's hard. uh, It's a much sorry, much more time consuming pursuit. Oh, yeah. And it's you have to be able to say, all right, I'm going to devote a regimented (laughs) amount of my time and Mm -hmm. it won't be up to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to report to this like a job, right, right. but it's not going to pay me like a job. Yeah. No, this yeah. is just going to be the thing I'm doing for right. a long, yeah. long, long time. And um, the thing you do two for love—that's
2: why we do theater. We do theater for love. Film work and stage work—they're,
1: I mean, they're. I
0: wouldn't say totally different, but they're different. They're all way different. There are radical differences. Yeah, yeah, and if you get out of a groove of either one of them, it's like you got to find your yeah, footing. You adjust yeah, adjust pretty tough. hard.
2: Enough. It's tough. Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, the first thing trying to do. You learn when, when once you start doing film is that the camera sees everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. when you do this on stage, it's you know, so the guy in the balcony can see. Yeah. yeah. Where if you do this on film, you know, it's like. Five feet tall, you know? Uh, So it's odd. I started to learn to do less and and be more still. Film
0: work before theater work, and I had Mm -hmm. to kind of learn how to like. It's okay. You can you can be a little more active. You right. Can be, yeah. You don't have to be so still or something. And I was always like, but there's there's power in stillness. And, and it's, it's just, but,
1: but there's also it's so difficult to make rules that that consistently hold up. Right. When you talk about this is for theater and this is for film. Yeah. There yeah are, absolutely. There are sort of broad statements yeah. you can make, but even those have that, fuzzy boundaries. Because right, right. then, if you do something like slapstick, it,
2: it's all yeah. you know all overdone. Yeah. You yeah. Know so you got to
1: dial in the rule book for each production. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's
2: no, it's like a fingerprint. Each experience is very different, yeah. you know, and very yeah. individual. The um, thing
1: is though now.
2: That's the great part about it though. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You no know, one day is really like yep.
1: the day you know before. No. You know. Yeah, and you can continue. I don't know how mo- how how everyone in theater feels about this, but I'll be damned if I haven't done a long run of a show, and then just discovered something exactly two, two days it. before we yeah. close. Yeah, yeah.
2: And you thinking, keep finding the yeah.
1: performance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, how was this right in front of me for 100 performances, and I never saw it. And sometimes time. you want to kick yourself because, like,
2: they write about the uh, the play at the beginning of opening the opening day, yeah, and then yeah. you really want. Hey, man, I really wish you would have seen this yeah. show
1: five weeks in, you right. know, or three weeks in, or two weeks in. And that's just, I mean, that's a lament that can never be addressed. That stru- The structure that's, is the yeah. way it is for an obvious reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a different yeah. show for sure. I mean, I've gone and seen shows at the beginning of their runs, and then at the end of their runs, Same and here. you really can feel that. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you don't want to say it, but it's like, what happened to my favorite moment? Exactly, yeah. You, <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> yeah. So, um,
2: you know, on to uh, Chicago Fire. You know, uh, this is the first time you've had, like, a regular series job since Prison Break, correct? Oh,
1: God, yeah. And I can't really even compare them. I think with Prison Break, I think I was uh, CO number three. You were a screw, man. for For the first few episodes I was in. And then they gave my character a name. And almost disconcertingly they gave him my name. So I was CO Stolte. Oh really? Oh, oh and, wow. Yeah. And, and I went in, oh this is funny. I I there was a scene where I had to go see Dominic Purcell in his yeah. cell there, and I'm talking I'm tapping and he says, Who is it? And I said the I said it's the CO or whatever I said. And they had me go in and do ADR where you, you yeah, know, yeah, redo yeah. the dialogue. And It'll say your name and then it'll say the dialogue line next to it, and uh, I beg, beg, your pardon. Happens all the time. <laughs> and, <laughs> all right. and, and then it'll say. That's the usually dialogue a Tony move. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in this case, where it said dialogue, it said Stolty. I said I there. I don't know what this is. I think there's a, a mix-up here. The dialogue has me saying my my last name. Yeah, that's what you're gonna say. Mm-hmm. Why would I say my last name on your television yeah, right, show? Right. Oh, you're identifying yourself. He's saying who is it, and you're saying it's Stolte. Oh, oh, my character's name. This is how I found out in the ADR that booth that lot. they have decided my character's yeah, name wow. is Stolty. Um, he should have said Schwartz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Schwartz. The
2: fucking door.
1: <laughs> but that was that. That Prison Break was one of those close call things for me because I actually got called back, and then flown out to L.A. for the role of Bellick, Bellic, yeah. uh, which Wade Williams ended up playing, yeah. In- it was del- wonderful indelibly, like yeah. indelibly. You could not imagine anyone else playing that role. You know what? Role. He's a great actor. He's really good. Yeah. He's very natural and very, very truthful. Yeah. yeah and a hell of a guy. Good guy. Uh, he's a fiddle player. And a, and a b- we like fiddle good one. players, he's a man. a pretty damn good <laughs> fiddle player. Um so, yeah, but that, that was my first taste of, oh, this is what this is like. And I'm yeah. sitting and there's two people called back for each role. Yeah. And I'm just sitting in the lobby at Fox out in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of looking. There's a few faces I recognize as yeah. there would be. So I am clearly the outsider, you know, uh-huh. who just mm-hmm. came in from somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah. And is sitting here to see if he belongs among you or not. Well, it turns out I didn't. I didn't get the part, but I got sort of this consolation prize part. Um, which I think I did eighteen, maybe eighteen episodes of that. That's okay, man. Yeah. That's money. It was, yeah. it was, it was a good way to learn. Yeah, you know, I, I was still and still am kind of learning. You know, yeah. being on a series is a whole other kind of education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
2: when when I got Patriot, I had a whole new respect for guys who work on series. It's hard work. It yeah. is. You know, I mean, it is absolutely. Uh,
1: it's it never, it never. Especially ends. when
2: you have to go, you know, television moves much quicker oh, yeah. than feature films. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd we'd finish an episode about every 10 or 12 days because we had four and a half or five months to complete what essentially is equal to five feature films. Yeah. And uh, it was, you know, your horse, man. And a pretty, pretty horse, ambitious man. production in your case, too. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, crazy, you know. But uh, but man, uh, I don't know how you do it. You've been doing this seven years.
1: Yeah, it's not uh, it, the way things happen. It's I mean, physically, so... it, it's tough too. Yeah. I mean, you're in the burn room. You're uh, carrying. The... I'm uh, I'm I'm past the double nickel. I just turned fifty six. Yeah, I feel it. You're, you know, a You're a child. You're a child. But I feel the difference. I'm looking in,
2: at sixty, man. Yeah. I'm looking down the barrel of six times, yeah. my brother. And
1: I don't mean to make it all about that, but yeah. there's a very real component of it. Oh no, shit! That my oh, body yeah. is not going to respond the way Taylor Kinney's responds, or these, yeah. you know, the other younger guys on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it, it takes a bit of a toll. I, I know. I mean,
2: I found out how fragile I was when I had heart surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Uh, I make sure now that, you know, we're, we're between season one and season two of Patriot, I made it a point to lose 40 pounds. Yeah. And change, completely changed the way I ate. That's and, pretty impressive. Know. Also,
0: just, you you often spent a lot of that time putting the work first, man. I mean, your Absolutely. art was totally first. Yeah. And uh, I yeah. think that was just a reminder. It's like, check check in with yourself before, okay. you know,
2: before you just Absolutely. get to work. and uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that was a reminder. Yeah, I mean, the whole time we were over there, I couldn't really work like my studio sure. work. Uh, so what I did was I made sketches, I c- collected all kinds of scraps for the collage elements, and I took oh, yeah. notes. And then the rest of the time I spent studying. I mean, Max came with me for the last month and a half of shooting and ran lines with me. And, and luckily, our, our mutual pal, Chris Conrad, was always on hand to run lines. And, uh yeah. You know, and, and the, the, you know, Steve Conrad's dialogue is very specific, so you don't want to transpose a single word. Nope. You want. Nope. It's his it's his signatures like Mamet or, or Stoppard or yes. somebody like that. Which
1: means I can imagine. I, I imagine there would be times when I wouldn't quite trust myself and would need to check in and make sure I get it I check this. in with the group supervisor. Do I get this? Yeah. Yeah. Because there might just be some nuance that's suggested mm. in the writing that I'm missing. And I would, <laughs> the funniest I would... thing I, I love is Dorman walked up to him and he goes, "I was
2: trying to figure out all the uh, the arcane terms for the piping. I went and got a piping book, you know, and the flex jim jam and <laughs> of, you know the, of you course know, he's the trying Jerry, to like impress and, Steve you know, by getting a piping you know, book. <laughs> the cherry girdle and flex, you know, yeah. uh, and you know after an hour with the piping book, you realize.
1: He made it all
2: up. <laughs> he just made all that shit up, which I thought was just the most well, brilliant
1: thing. Yeah. But it's and also I, very consistent because I, a guy that loves the idiosyncrasies of language as much as Steve Conrad does would rather make up piping terminology than yeah. look up the actual piping Absolutely. terminology. It's more yeah. satisfying to make up Absolutely. a jerry girdle. He's,
2: he's also a really shrewd observer of how humans actually talk. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, you know that 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 line in the show about getting from point A to point B. Conversationally, people rarely ever do that. They digress, they pivot, they, mm-hmm. um, and he's got this splendid ear for that, mm-hmm. that uh, the, for the way we kind of communicate and not communicate with each other. You know, and that, that's kind of the joy. And, of and doing how much? And
1: how much is revealed in in. What and your choice of words and the ways you get pulled yeah. away from your own train of thought as you're speaking, yeah. what it reveals about yourself, how how agendas can be revealed, mm-hmm. yeah, in just the choice of Positively, a word. Positively, yeah, you know. We,
2: we, 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 the night of November ninth, you have to be at my house because we're going to watch the first couple. I, am I hope you're so not working.
1: Excited for that. What? what yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Do they spill the whole uh, the whole season at once? Right. Yeah. 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 Amazon is
2: killing it. You know, I got to tell you, man, I love Goliath.
1: I know you're also a fan. Really love Goliath. Season two went dark quick, though. Whoa. It did. It did. And I don't know. Some part of what was so satisfying in season one was this fresh character. Absolutely. His approach to conflict, his approach to being overmatched. Yeah. Almost uh, he had notes of nihilism in him. And all of that, while you were getting used to that, watching it, it was an exciting experience. And they couldn't have that again in season two because yeah. we already have that. He's kind of yeah. a known quantity now. Right. So that's what's kind of daunting about you a know series what? like Se- that.
2: Season one, though, he was surrounded by such splendid actors: mm-hmm. Maria Bello. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other woman who was also in uh, Deadwood, um, I want to say Anna... Uh, I don't. This is the show with Billy Bob. Thornton, yeah, right? yeah, the yeah. brunette right. woman. Yeah,
0: I've only seen some of this, and from I love Billy Bob Thornton. So and from
1: the what woman I say, who played the Bud.
2: the lawyer who rope yeah. rubbed him into it who was absolutely brilliant. The, she
1: the, was the the blonde sort of character, Patty
2: something Papagian, you
1: know, who's <laughs> coming she is and rattling. So at him. memorable. Absolutely, I had to look her up and see if I had seen her in any, and it turned out maybe there was an episode of of that. The series, yeah. Louis C.K. series, yeah, that she was in uh, a memorable episode, and that's the only thing it could have triggered because I don't think I'd seen her in anything else because she was a Nor huge, I. huge stage actress. Yeah,
2: um, I, uh, I'd never seen her before this, and she was riveting from the minute she walks into mm-hmm. that bar and tries to hire him, absolutely, until the last frame. I mean, she was just and she's absolutely also got brilliant. that
1: wild. She, there's a sort of wildness to her, but also that quality that sometimes like katherine keener kind of has this for me too which is you might just be the smartest person in the room yeah downplaying it not necessarily putting it in people's faces but but clearly there's an intelligence beyond the norm so wait let's let me let's make sure okay so patriot i don't feel like we've really wrapped up uh patriot which is spilling in november november the whole season just comes spewing out yeah I remember watching. Amazon has a thing. I think they still do it like this, where they will lay out an array of appetizer pilots for you to yeah. sample.
2: Okay, yeah. And then yeah, you, yeah. You, I remember we had to wait until
1: people voted on them. You give them feedback on which one you would like to yeah. see developed into a series. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's something wrong with that model. I can't. I haven't thought it all the way through. But there's something I definitely like about it. Yeah.
2: You know. Uh The it, best thing that happened to us is that the New York Times loved Patriot. Yeah. And Bezos loves when uh the New York Times writes something nice about him because he bought the Washington Post, and that probably doesn't happen right. very often. Right. So, but
0: during that process, it was really—it hmm. was, was, was a nervous time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, well, you oh, know. God, tell me about it. Well, let you know. me explain to
1: you as a viewer yeah. who, <laughs> who yeah. watched that pilot— said, okay, yes, Amazon, yes, make this one. And then it gave you opportunities to make comments, and I made some very definitive, uh, extreme comments about uh, what I was going to think of their network if they failed to recognize the genius (laughs) of this pilot. And then, of course... (laughs) had to wait god knows how long it was 9 months sir yeah, yeah. <laughs> after watching the pilot of we course we could have had a had baby center, you, know?
2: <laughs> you know and uh but i will tell you what when we found out that you know we were a go uh it was just such a joy you know i mean i we've been doing this since yeah.
1: 2015 i and, can't uh, i mean i can't decide If the music, if the original songs on the show are just a completely unrelated treat... That you get because they're so (laughs) fantastic. Steve
2: Conrad wrote them all. Uh, They're
1: so good by themselves and so well rendered. The guy, assuming that's that's Dorman's voice. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 Oh, he's got a gorgeous voice. He was in
2: a band. He was, you know. Well, that
1: makes sense. But they are all they are also integral to the story. Absolutely, man. Yeah, You
2: never see that. And I think they're releasing an album.
1: Of course, yeah. Yeah. What's taking them so long? The Charles Grodin song about the bicycle race. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) That is the most quietly beautiful song. Yep. And I can listen to it by itself, or I can watch the clip where he's riding the bike through Paris. Oh, man. It's it's just so crazy. It's it's just beautiful and hypnotic. And And, of course, in the context of the show, when you see what this character has gone through, what he has dealt with, what oh, he wait. has improvised his way out of—wait till next. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> it's oh like, Lord! It's uh, uh, Jack Birdbath's not going to get his way, is he? Oh, he um, might. <laughs> he just might.
2: <laughs> no, but uh, you, Birdbath has a few surprises. Oh, still yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, though they're not dark, are they? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Let's just say that uh you're gonna remember Jack Birdbeth, oh, you know. Damn it. Right. No yeah. so I mean we're yeah, we're really excited because it's uh you know, season two we got to shoot pretty much all of it in Paris and uh which I've you know of course fell in love yeah. with yeah. and, and yeah. uh um and it's I think it's so well served the show. Um the great thing about Patriot is how beautiful it is to look at, and yeah, oh yeah, uh, Jimmy uh, Whittaker, Jody Miller, Steve Conrad—you know, those, and, the holy yeah. trinity for the look of that show. The
1: the the lighting and the composition, but but also just the imagery that just has to come from. Uh, I'm going to assume it. It starts with Steve, or, it could, yeah. although it could be any number of things in an episode that I that i think wow did anyone even write that did any, did or did that just happen you know he's got i i don't i don't mean dialogue this, yeah. obviously i don't mean dialogue i mean just some image the that look, i see yeah. was, no, that, was that was well, that scripted
0: I, I asked him i said hey cuz he goes well, we got to go location scouting tonight and uh, i said what um what gives you that feeling that you know the location is is the right location mm-hmm. he goes wow he goes that's a it's a great question he goes i guess the mood he goes if yeah. the mood is right and i was like okay i was like that that makes enough sense for me i was one like of, Thank one you. of my <laughs> favorite things continue.
2: was in in paris we shot a lot in a in a public park called luxembourg gardens yeah and it's an astonishingly beautiful place yeah and you'll see what i mean when you see yeah. the uh yeah and he season.
0: stresses on going those on those scouting locations because oh, he says it's not it's not fair that like the director just sits back and says, oh, yeah, tell me how oh, it no, is. He wants no. to know, and he's, yeah, his hand is in every bit of that. So
2: Every single bit. He's a showrunner, yeah. you know? I mean, he's really... Uh, yeah. And, you know, for the last two months of the show, he was walking around on a broken ankle. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. didn't know it was broken, so he put a soft cast on it, and he was in an incredible amount of pain. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, mm-hmm. kind of towards the end kind of hobbling a little bit and I said, you know, you really need to get that looked at again. That doesn't feel like a sprain. Yeah. He just
0: me. kept making jokes about it.
2: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> sure enough, he had to have surgery
1: after the season uh, and, you know, but yeah. uh, And he exacerbated it surely during the Oh, yeah. I mean, really
2: Island. really long days. I mean, the the one, kind of the cool thing about the, the Parisian cruise is they'll work 12 hours a day and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, twelve hours from say three in the midnight, or or you know four to one in the morning, is a lot different than twelve hours from you know mm-hmm. eight in the morning to late at night.
1: Mm-hmm. It just wears on you differently, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, it, yeah, it, it depends <clears throat> on if you're keeping a sta- keeping standard hours for yourself. Yeah, and then you're shooting till four in the morning. Yeah, that's a drag. Those last few hours. Oh, amen, man! No yeah. doubt about it. Now, is is Steve? Is he pretty? I mean, this has to be a little. He it's taken a while for this to to come true for him. I think I feel like he is a you know, guy of a he, very particular kind of brilliance that is not easily uh, categorized, and that probably precisely. hurts.
2: Now, he sold his first script when he was nineteen. And they made a movie of it called Wrestling Ernest Hemingway with Robert Duvall and uh, the late Richard, great Richard Harris. Harris. Yeah, wow. And And um, and then it was uh, 15 years before he sold another script. So there was this long kind of gestation period, and then you know he wrote The Pursuit of Happiness, and that was kind mm-hmm. of a, a big breakthrough. Oh yeah, and the promotion and, and the weatherman and the, the promotion. Weatherman. That's right, promotion. yeah. Man. And, so, uh, so
1: so, this is like this has to be the manifestation of because I think he's a great screenwriter, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think a a series is the thing for a guy like him because he can keep thinking about it. He can keep adding to the tapestry.
2: And you know what? And, and he's he's a natural director, you know.
1: Um, is he happy? Is he happy now that, um, he's, now that he's got this or is he working too hard to be happy? He's. uh Maybe he's a little bold. No,
2: no, he's happy, but he's he's very, very driven, and uh, y- you can tell that the the reward for him is making a work of art. He's this yeah. is who he is, yeah. And um, man, that's that's marvelous to see. I mean, season two, he directed every episode. You know? Oh, and oh, uh,
1: that had to be th- Well, okay. Oh man, and it's there a he, bear. It's, just, yeah. it's you know. Yeah. I think
2: he was so exhausted when it was over and it wasn't the only thing he was writing at the time he was you know um uh he's about to start filming uh our lady limited which i've you know thankfully been cast and i'm i'll go you know after the first of the year out to santa fe and that's a uh story of a big mega church with a sleazy slimy you know kind of pastor and dictatorial and uh I'd love to see his take on that. Yeah, and Ben Kingsley is going to play that guy. Oh, and nice. I guess this kid decides to come through town and grift him. Um, and that, that guy's going to be played by Jimmy Simpson. So, oh, yeah, it's kind Jimmy of very—he he was in Westworld. He's, oh. a, he's a, he a McBoyle in, in Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he, he's the
1: always always sunny. say no yeah. more. Yeah, say no, no, yeah. he, no, he's great. He's, he's the guy that, that becomes Ed Harris yes, in Westworld. Yes,
2: yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so— you know I, I what what i so look forward to is each different journey you know that the conrad mind takes us on oh, you yeah. know mm-hmm. his father used to mess with him when he was a young guy and he'd say you know no matter how good you are no matter how great of a writer you become you'll always be the second best conrad <laughs> you know <laughs> and um and and you know getting to work with his brother Chris, who's one of the greatest comic actors I've ever watched.
1: He, yeah. he, because he is a leading man, because yeah. he is basically physically a leading man oh, guy, man, who is oh, yeah. utterly
2: ripped and, Dude, and he perfectly were, he, sculpted. He, at the hotel, he would lift twice a day. He, yeah, he would so eat dedicated, the man. skinless chicken. The, you know, yeah. two beers uh, and done. Yeah, yeah maybe, you you maybe, know, maybe. I, done, I, probably, that was on yeah. the weekend. That was when he's kicking right. his heels but up. But meanwhile, you know? right. yeah. he
1: works completely against that. He's one of the funniest guys Absolutely. you've ever seen, mm-hmm. Absolutely. and a relentlessly positive guy. Yeah, a real a great sweetheart Absolutely. of a guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
2: really, really. You know how the athletes have that thing. This guy's good locker room. That's who Chris yeah. is. Yeah. You know? yeah, And Michael Churnis the same way. A lovely guy. Um, just enjoyed every minute yeah. i spent with him and uh help, help me out with that he was is, in orange is the new black he's yeah. the brother he's a cool bro- rick. Yeah, he's rick he's an yeah. easy he's right cool now. rick
1: yeah cool, well he was cool rick yeah <laughs> uh, um what does what he become after he's no longer cool rick a dead serious Rick. Dead for serious. a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but
2: um he's also in the chicago series that joe Swanberg makes called easy
1: Oh, okay. And a, yeah. He's in the first episode shot, of the man. first a season. Of marvelous. He's got yeah. an eye. Steve Conrad's got an eye, man. He's yeah. got yeah. an eye for, for talent and and Boy, courtiness. you know,
2: he saved my ass. You know, I was <laughs> laying in a hospital bed recovering from a uh, quadruple bypass, and he walks in, hands me a check for 20 grand, and goes, yeah, I want a couple of the smaller drawing clauses. Uh, uh, by the way, I need you healthy in four and a half months, Patriots, to go, I got to go. This is after him and Max smuggled the dogs into the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's like And it, I hadn't seen him in a long
0: yeah. time, man. So there was like this it was really funny. Uh you know, it, I was obviously kind of, you know, I was obviously really really down about you being in the hospital. You know, yeah. could tell and he was just like, yeah, he just we were just kind of waiting across the street with the dogs. Like it's kind of like a Steve Conrad scene. <laughs> it's kind of like a scene out of like, one of his movies. Yes. He, and he goes
2: smuggling the dogs in the hospital. But he he you know? goes.
0: He goes. It's all silent. And He goes. Yeah, I've been uh, reading a lot of uh, this book lately. And uh, did you know humans are the only ones who privately have sex? <laughs> I just kind of busted. We both just had this great moment It really cheered me the hell up. Yeah. And, uh But yeah, it was just like. That's something and, uh, you don't forget. He's and, uh, just not forgettable. It, it, the weird
2: thing at all. was is that all the nurses like really really liked me. So they let us smuggle yeah, the dogs. They let us, uh-huh. you yeah. know? And um so there was not a lot of smuggling. And like, and like, Chooch hadn't seen me in, you know, like yeah, 40 days, you yeah. know.
1: So he was Oh yeah, that's a big deal.
2: Yeah, and he was he's not normally a very emotional dog, but he was that day, you know. And then and, and Huey's just goof, so it was it was just great to see them and uh but I but you know I came to realize some things while I was in the hospital. It's like, I know I'm going to lose my print shop because, you know, even with the ACA coverage, this is going to cost a chunk. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in for 43 days. So um, so I was preferring, preparing myself for certain inevitabilities, you know. And, uh, um, you know, Steve kind of came and, like, pulled me out of the grave. You know, it's like... I got a part, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, I knew when I when I read Birdbath, I thought, oh, shit, they're going to give this to somebody, you know,
1: established, you know, they're going to give somebody who's done a lot of films. And yeah,
2: I guess that's where mine. you're
1: lucky you were dealing with somebody who kind of knows what he wants and yeah, isn't he, beholden yeah. to some yeah. network telling him who he needs to get or whatever. Yeah, that he yeah, got he, what he wanted, he wanted specific, you. yeah. You know, and he wanted, uh,
2: um, you know, he did search the worldwide for all kinds of people for the lead for Dorman. The minute he saw Dorman and heard him, it was like, that's mm-hmm. him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's very yeah. specific about what he wants. And that's, I, I think that's, I took, I take a real page from that as a visual artist too. It's like, approximation is watery, you know, um, specificity is, is, uh that is sharp you know that has does weight he, does he give gravity. you
1: any any in indication of what the ideal run of the series would be i have no idea i'm you know i uh i shut up and I show up
2: I I would love <clears> to see it it's the best job i've ever had i'd like yeah, to keep doing it yeah for, i know
1: the feeling believe me yeah it's uh it seems like dramas and i watch my share of dramas um, there's a feeling of... Maybe it's all shows that are like this. It's either built to tell an, an overarching story and many, many smaller stories within that, or it's built to go on forever or as long as it can go. Yeah. And the kind of shows that are telling one big story, you're breaking bad, that kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Things happen. Bad shit can happen. Yeah. And... The consequences are final. The consequences Mm -hmm. are real, and the show goes on without that person who just died. or This this guy lost an arm, Mm -hmm. and now he doesn't have an arm anymore. Right. Our show, uh, Chicago Fire, is built, for the most part, is built to go on forever.
2: Well, it's because there
1: will always be a fire department. There will always be—
2: For starters, but even
1: within that, in a way that's kind of frustrating to me, is that when things change— they usually have to reset back to zero. Yeah, Like the change can only be temporary, and then they reset it back to zero. I find it kind of frustrating. I don't remember if it was a scene that Amy Morton shot with me on my show or that I shot with her on her show. Who plays
2: your wife. plays my uh, wife. Um, The great Amy Morton.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, for starters, she's such a legend. Yeah. That the one thing people will say to me, you know how, you know how I get unnerved talking to her because it's like, I, you are
2: one of the greatest actors I, I've ever watched. I had her, a yeah, hard yeah. time
1: getting over that hurdle yeah. and I never addressed it with her head on because yeah. it would just embarrass her, you know. And I just recently, yeah, and she's her. Like
2: also like the nicest person you ever Of course, she is, you know, and just I mean, sort
1: of just a regular, you yeah. know, just yeah, not i pretense I've been, I've been to been her, whatsoever. her since
2: Remains,
1: yeah. Well, she's one of the
0: founders of Black Box, and that's where I'm currently taking classes yeah. right now or I'm about to start up again but uh yeah and every I mean her name is is God. It's in, the one thing that room, keeps that coming spot. up
1: and you know I I have a good percentage of my friends that are actors who will say man you you're lucky uh you really hit the jackpot getting a show blah 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 but what they most what what they'll say most often is man you get to do scenes with Amy Morton. A- absolutely. You know and I I try I don't take that for granted.
2: It's like no, it's no, like sir. being on the same team as Michael Jordan. Yeah.
1: It absolutely is if you're an actor. I mean, she's absolutely Uh, as good as it gets. Absolutely. So we had a scene where her father, Chelsea Ross, another great Mm -hmm. Chicago actor, uh, he he was killed and— and she's in the hospital. She's had the crap beat out of her, and I'm in, in the in there, sort of having the a little confrontation with her. Why did you put yourself in danger like that? And she's, you know, yeah. she's I'm a cop, and you know, she just played it beautiful, just yeah. sort of vulnerable. I remember but, I saw this. Yeah, and and then she says, well, the good news is we're rich now. And I said, why? Oh, my dad left me all of these corporations, twenty-seven corporations. So. That is a big life-changing thing, mm-hmm. this, wor- this working-class couple, cop and firefighter. Now they yeah. are obscenely wealthy. <laughs> the frustrating thing to me is it has never once come up. Not on our show. I don't think on her show. Not it's ever again, really? Never wow. come up as a device to solve a—we pro- went through a whole hmm. thing shortly after that where I was representing Cruz as his union rep and was trying to get him off of some charge for beating somebody, and he got suspended for 90 days or whatever. Yeah, I forgot yeah. how long he got suspended. But uh, therefore, he wasn't going to be able to pay for his brother's college as as he had been doing. yeah. Well, obviously, the solution there, and it's, yeah, a, it's exactly. It is, write the well, check. Let me Amen. write you a check, and it never it has never come up. Oh, so in that wow. case, we didn't bother to reset. We didn't bother yeah. to have us somehow lose all of the corporations or whatever through some yeah. paperwork error or something like that. We didn't have some, We just kind of denied the information.
2: Trump officials screw you out <laughs> yeah. of it. You know. Um, you, you know. Uh, you also work with another friend of ours, uh, the great Dave Eigenberg. Oh, yeah. And, ah, yes. You know, uh, he was the only thing I ever liked about...
1: Um, Golden Girls? No, the four the, annoying yeah. women from uh, New York show. Uh, yeah, Golden Girls? Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah Golden uh, Girls. I always, just <laughs> I always pretend I don't know which female-dominated show he was on. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll say, well, you played Stash in Petticoat Junction. Were you? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And he's he is sort of... The heart and soul of our show, for better and worse. Yeah, I did
2: he's, he's like the conscience, you know. Yeah. him
1: and you. Oh, he's you off, he's most often wrong, though. He's usually. If you want to know how the writers feel about something, take the opposite of what the Herman character <laughs> feels about it. That's <laughs> right. how they really feel about it. It's the position they put him in.
2: You know, I was <laughs> on the radio on WGN with you and 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 yes, Jay, yeah, uh, yes. just a couple weeks ago. That was awesome, and, by uh, the way. Thank and, you. Yeah. I, I, Eigenberg was talking about how little he likes these comic book movies or the Lego oh, movies man.
1: because they're loud and stuff. It's to turn his chair. Give me some Iggy. <laughs> so, so yeah, we both saw it the same weekend, not together. And I, I came back and said, Oh, I saw the Lego movie. Yeah, we saw that too. <laughs> Uh, what do you think? Of- I can't stand it. It's just noise and guys. can I'm just screaming at you. Everything's just yelling at you and screaming. I can't stand it. <laughs> A superhero movies are blasting lasers at each other. I, 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 I hate it. I just told it, it's like,
2: I don't watch the TV when my kids are <laughs> in the room. I turn my back to the TV and it's like, and, and, uh, and Chris goes. Yeah, your kid's memory view is going to be your yeah. <laughs> back. He, he was a
1: remote man. That was, that was great. Oh man! Yeah, he decided he he didn't do much prep for that show. You know that we were invited to to co-host uh, Dave Plyer's show on WGN. By the way, you guys are a natural. At that. Uh, I want to do it again. I want to yeah. do it again, and I want to do it with him because he he has decided that he is just going to be all chaos and friction and that's kind of fun to have yeah to work against because yeah. me you know i i felt like i've had it's not like it was my dream to be a radio guy but i certainly entertained the notion i did it for 10 years yeah
2: and uh, you know i did it uh at a place then that got bought by a multinationalist corporation all of a sudden uh, you know, like a Mormon company bought us, and well, you can't play this anymore. That anymore, it's like, hey, you know, well, get out of my studio, blow me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll play whatever the fuck I want, and um, kind of turned into a thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. And one night I had I had studs on, you know, and he made this impassioned argument for the for unions. You know, we were talking about uh, Marvin Miller and the baseball strike and a lot of other stuff. And for three hours, just the phones were just lit up, and the next day, my, my boss says, yeah, some, some old guy on uh, talking about all this union shit." Yeah. I he said, that man's, I said that man's name is Studs Turkle. He's won the Pulitzer Prize twice. He's dignified the industry that you work in for over a half century, asshole. I quit. And I walked out. I never went back.
1: Well, that's, uh, yeah. that's a pretty perfect last day, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a line in the sand worth drawing. He doesn't even yeah. know who Studs Terkel yeah, is. Yeah, exactly.
2: This f- screwhead. This fuck nuts. Yikes. Yikes.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but I, I, so in the back of my mind, I thought, well, I'm going to try to do this well. I'm, I'm going to try to at least meet radio halfway. I'm going to try to do a good job. Did a great job of this. And then so that, I'm just, I'm just saying that to contrast with Eigenberg, who immediately, <laughs> yeah. just right out of the gate, started launching into it's so fun watching him improvise. Half of the things he'd bring up and say, yeah, and you got these guys and you can't even, you want to walk, well, I don't even know where this is going. I, I'm <laughs> waiting. I I don't have an ending for that. And then he would yeah. just fall back in the Chair. It's like, it's I'd like, love to hear more of that. It's
2: like Erwin Corey in a weird way. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, definitely more like almost amphetamines. I think the chaos you know?
1: uh, the chaos in, in Eigenberg's case is uh, with Erwin Corey, it was under his control. It was an yeah. illusion. Yeah. It's real with Eigenberg. I love it, man. I do too. I do too. You know, I, I, do I just, too.
2: Uh, I absolutely, uh, I've enjoyed every conversation I've ever had with Dave Eigenberg. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because. There are left turns, there are pivots. There yeah, are, he's a lot
1: know, of different guys, that's why. There are why. leaps, yeah. In, in a way that probably indicates serious psychological damage. But it <laughs> well, is of course, we're actors, you know, that's, yeah, <laughs> we are legion, you know. <laughs> uh, and he's also got this thing, and I call him out on it now and then, but he's decided that the best way for him to get through is to just portray himself as this dumb guy. Oh no! I'm at all. just a dumb no, no, yeah. No, no. What do I, you know? And then he'll just sort of act out on that just to give you, just to sort of lay a baseline well, he of, he of dumb guys. guy.
2: Then he starts quoting Nelson Algren well, to you and all the these thing. other writers. He's yeah. yeah. like, and, no, and I'm not, i well Good read, advantage.
1: He knows a lot about a lot of things. Yeah, I know. And a that. lot of sort of subjects you would not predict. Yeah. I mean, the guy was a Marine. Knows we a lot about sometimes... poetry. Yeah. You know, I mean, a, a great deal about poetry. It's hard to piece all that together and make
2: sense of yeah, it. Not so much, actually. He's 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 a very worldly dude, you know, and also when you take into account who he's married to, she's kind of the same way. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's amazing they ever found each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They both have this idiosyncratic sense of humor, sense of style. Um Dave bought one of my drawings uh, called The Killing Ghosts of an yeah. Owl. It's oh, one yeah. of the best things. I, I know of it. They hung it in their bathroom, and it's got the coolest wallpaper. It's like the perfect fucking place yeah. for it. And I'm like, wow, my God, I've never seen one of my pieces ever look better. Mm. And he goes, well, you're a little nervous about you know, seeing it hanging in the bathroom. It's like, yeah. I don't give a shit where it's hanging. It's, it yeah. looks great, you know yeah. I mean? um yeah, I mean, you know, they—they're definitely, they—they've found their souls counterpart, right, you right. know, because
1: they both are like quirky. Well, but he also that he plays it like some classic sitcom, you know, uh, beleaguered henpecked husband. That's how he'll, you know, he'll play into that because don't we all? We're you know? <laughs> just we're just old enough that that archetype is is familiar to us. Yeah, it's beginning to work for us. Yeah, we're you getting know? There. absolutely we're, we're starting you know? to fit it, and it's starting to fit us. Um, but, you know, it's it's all. Hey, do me a favor
2: and promise me that you will come back because this conversation has yeah. Yeah. Right. been way too short. And
1: I would like to continue it at a certain. Well, end. I would like to have another conversation that's Patriot heavy. That includes information from season two. So right. once, uh, okay. we'll once, do once that. we've examined well, a little bit of what Steve has to offer for season I'd two. I'd love
0: to see you two do a scene together someday. I mean, uh, whether I would that's, love that. you know, theater, uh, I hope I am uh, up fire, to or Patriot or something. Well, uh, uh, again, yeah, not, not
1: to drag a, a whole new subject out into the light here, but we did have uh, Smiling Kevin. Oh that's Oh right. <laughs> we had a hey, Speaking of which oh, is there wow. going to be more graveyards. There will always that's be r- more graveyards. Oh my god. I think, yes. I think we just I
0: completely now... forgot about that. I apologize. Mm. That was a Smiley that was a Kevin. great play. Or, or just, uh, I enjoyed perfect. it. It yeah, was at the I/O? I don't know what you would call it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, was, a, it
1: was, a, a, it was a, a stage rendering of a video. I don't know. But it, but
2: it was such a brilliant thing. I it mean, was the
1: greatest it, thing I've
2: ever been yeah, part of. Oh my god! <laughs> and god. then having fun. Ike saying, "Put a little love in it" at the end oh, of it. It's Lord. like just I the perfect capper. You know. I, apologize. Yeah. I just saw.
1: Ike, I just we just opened for Ike this Saturday. Miranda and Jesse. Man, and, you know what? And by the way, you guys make more songs. Oh, we 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 did a set. All of that. That set was all original songs. We did four songs. She, did wrote, write them all? she wrote two of them. I wrote two of them. Uh, well done. We're going to do more of that, too. Yeah. I'm excited not. about that. Oh yeah. Hey, guys. So let's just put a pin in this. Let's just hit Absolutely. pause. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's hit pause and pick this up again. Yeah, uh, I'd like the to the have, have we you back we uh, will.
2: right after Patriot. Season two drops Let's like do in that. about a month. Let's right do on. That. I don't see you often enough, sir. Thank you so much, Agreed. Christian Stolte. Tony Max, thank you guys. Thank Watch you Chicago so. Fire. Thank you, thank you, kid.
0: Take us out. Okay, right on. Thank you guys. Hey! Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 55th episode. It's sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. Want to catch up on old episodes? Have any burning questions to ask Max or Tony? then go to themaxandtonyshow.com and tune in next time for our 56th episode.